Welcome to the Runners Who Wine podcast. I'm your co-host, Nicole, a certified personal trainer, runner, and self-proclaimed wine connoisseur. And with me is the always amazing Anne-Marie. She's a DVRT master instructor, fellow runner, and wine lover. This podcast is your jam if you're looking for authentic, unfiltered product reviews, information on all things running, and real talk regarding everything that fuels our runs, including a big old glass of wine. So pour yourself a glass and let's get started. Hello, Anne-Marie. Hi, Nicole. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Thank you. I practiced my singing earlier in church. <laughs> um, did you sing Christmas carols? Um, n- No. Well, it was for the Mass of St. Nicholas, so kind of. I don't know. Interesting. I don't, I don't know anything about that. Yeah. Uh, I am a Jew. You are a Jew. <laughs> 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 and I am a Catholic. <laughs> Did you have um, the wine at mass? I never, I never take the wine at mass because I don't want everyone's um, cooties. But um, I am drinking wine now. <laughs> what kind you got? Okay. Um, well, I had been on like a Cabernet kick, but I switched up recently. Like I wanted something a little lighter and I've been drinking Pinot Noir. Mm. Yes. And this particular Pinot Noir is a 2017 Ironside Pinot Noir Reserve from California. And, um, it is a fairly long label description, but I'll give you a little synopsis. It says, if you're on a mission for drop-dead Pinot Noir, then you found it. Mm. Don't get fooled by the runaround you get from other Pinot. If you're looking for the Pinot of your dreams right now, don't wait. This bottle may have you feeling like you're on top of the world and dancing in the streets. Fresh and full-bodied, it is the best of both worlds. Mix in generous flavors of black cherries, plums, and sweet spice, and now you've got it made. It may even be love we're talking about. So jump up, grab a bottle, and get ready to dance the night away. Or ease your seat back, whichever you prefer. I want to dance the night away. <laughs> Me too. That sounds lovely. It I mean, is. I think you really sold it. I tried really hard. You really put on your wine voice, and I liked it. <laughs> My wine voice. Uh, uh, yeah, and when I was checking out earlier at the liquor store while my kids were waiting in the car, uh, the clerk told me that this was a very nice bottle of Pinot Noir, and um, she was excited for me to try it. So. Oh, did she write all- the label? She may have. She may have. It was on the top shelf with like the $50 bottles of wine, but it's only $19.99. Oh, that's sneaky, sneaky Pinot. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Are you drinking wine, Nicole? I am because we're recording this on a Friday afternoon. (laughs) I'm so excited. We need to stick to this recording time because when we record... At times when we're not drinking wine, it's sad. It's so sad. But it's Friday, and I have a Cabernet Sauvignon. It is from Lise Fitch in California. It's a 2016, and it says it's kind of like a little historical uh, summary story spiel. Spiel. It says, this wine celebrates our first home, the Lise Fitch Adobe. 
Built in 1836, this historical landmark in the Sonoma Plaza was named after Jacob Lease and Henry Fitch, brothers-in-law to General Mariano Vallejo. Vallejo? Vallejo? Well, maybe. The founder of the town of Sonoma. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Yeah. So it's tasty. I opened it on Wine Wednesday, and I'm probably going to finish it tonight. Oh, my. Yes, that's amazing. Also, it's twist off, so. Oh my god, it's the best. (laughs) (laughs) Like the worst part of bringing a bottle of wine home is then having to like uncork it. And don't get me wrong, I am like I prefer corks because like I'm all about like I'd rather have vintage and stuff. But if I really want to dig into my wine, the last thing I want to do is find my bottle opener. Sometimes you just need easy access. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and that, you know, sounds like it should be a twist off, you know? It should be. I think I should suggest that to them. I think so. Like, she's she's all talk, and then she's like, mm, sorry, it's going to take you a minute to open me. <laughs> she's a tease. She's such a tease. <laughs> Ironside, Pinot Noir. <laughs> oh, anyway, obviously we're drinking wine today because we are super silly. We but are. we are here right before the holidays, to talk about some of our favorite running gifts. Yes. Now, because we uh, announced our different, I guess, religious denominations at the beginning of the show, do you also celebrate Christmas? I do, because my husband is not a Jew. <laughs> He's not a Jew. I broke <laughs> ranks. <laughs> but aren't, isn't it like, aren't you like the, isn't the matriarch or like the mom or like, the woman of the family supposed to carry on the Jewish legacy? I suppose, but one, I'm a terrible Jew. And two, <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I I consider myself culturally Jewish. I'm not particularly religious. Right. So I do think a lot of the heritage and the culture is very important to carry on. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do think, like I had a little Passover Seder this year and I still celebrate Hanukkah. Um and I do like the apples and honey at the new year and all that stuff. Um, like culturally, I'm in it, but I am not particularly religious. Um, mm. And Will is not very religious either. So we celebrate Christmas. We celebrate Hanukkah. Um, it's a nice blend. Yeah, it's a good blend. We're, yeah. We're all about the celebrations if I can throw a dinner or have a party like why not right I'm all the more reason to celebrate exactly so if I were to give you say I don't know a running gift what I could I give it to should like I give it to you during Hanukkah or on Christmas uh, that's a good question will and I usually exchange gifts at like a weird time okay like we don't necessarily do it on Christmas. We kind of do it like on an in-between between the two holidays so as not to like okay. offend the other one, even though neither of us would be offended. But this right. year, Hanukkah and Christmas overlap, I believe. Oh. So actually, let me let me like fact check myself. <laughs> you are a terrible Jew. It does. They overlap. They overlap. <laughs> okay. So this year, if we exchange presents on Christmas, it's like, it's all good. It's all good. Well, okay. I, these are just little things I've, I mean, I feel like I've asked you these questions before, but just wanted to clarify. Yeah. It's actually really nice um, having a significant other that's of a different religion because it makes mm-hmm. holidays easier. Like yeah. Christmas, 
was always with his parents. Right. Oh, you know, I didn't think about that. Yeah. And that that, like we, we never celebrated Thanksgiving together until we moved down to Austin. That was something we always split. Now we host it here. So that's pretty cool. And yeah, like 4th of July Memorial Day, we would just do like one with one family, one with another. We'd hop back and forth. But major holidays were never an issue because we never celebrated the same ones. Wow. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Anyway, gifting, presents. Presents. So, Anne-Marie, we're going to start with some smaller items, a little less expensive, Mm -hmm. things that could maybe be stocking stuffers or a gift for a runner that you're just like, you know, you're cool, but you're not like, I'm going to spend a couple hundred bucks on you. Right. So um, these would be like gifts that I would give you in addition to other things. But if anyone wants to get me any of these things, I would be super grateful. Um, yeah, this this podcast is really just so that we can put our wish list out there and all of you guys can just buy stuff. Yes, please. <laughs> um, what I, you know – much like any other type of sock, uh, running socks get lost in the laundry. Um, but I don't have a lot of wool merino socks. I have a very short supply of them. And um, I've tried a lot of different ones over the years, but I really like features wool merino socks. They have like the ankle cut, they have, or like the below the ankle, like it, it above the ankle, and then ones that go up to like below your knee slightly. So um, those would be on my list that would make a great stocking stuffer for anybody, especially if you live in a cold weather area. I don't know. Do you down in Austin, do you get like cold enough to like want to wear winter running gear? Yeah, we do, especially in the mornings. It can be pretty chilly. Um, Right. I like wool merino socks and they also have like features and the wool merino socks don't necessarily have to be heavy. No, they're like, there's different blends, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm not a sock making expert, but I do, I think they do keep my feet warmer. Um, I have a few of like the below the ankle ones. And then like, I have no idea what the laundry monster did with my like above quite like slightly above the ankle ones, but I only have one and I can't find its brother. So I, I would like another pair of those. I think when you go to heaven... You're reunited. With your socks. With all of your socks. I hope so. I miss my socks. <laughs> but anyway, um, that's, a, that's a great one. Ankle I socks. mean, the and com- like the – I'm sorry. Go ahead. The compression socks, the like taller ones, those start to get pricey. Right. So I was going to say that these like generally speaking run between like say 12, 13 to like $19. So they're a pretty reasonable cost depending yeah, on that's who you're gifting for. Yeah. Um, I don't really care to run with the compression socks, but that's just me. Um, I used to, and now I use them mostly for recovery. That's what I use them for. I don't like, I don't know. It just... It aggravates my IT band when I run with them. But for a recovery, it's fine. Um, and then another gift that is in, like, the blue, like, say, $40 range but um, are, like, gooders. And I have a small collection of gooders already, like, nine pairs. But if you want to give me, like, two or three pairs to make it, you know, 10 or 11 or 12, like, I'm okay with that. That's a great one. I, I don't have any gooders, but I have blenders. Oh, yeah. Those um, look good on you. And I have another one I'm blanking on the name on, but I really like my blenders. 
And they're they're pretty much the same. I think they're the okay. same price range, same type of sunglasses. Like a lot of them are Wayfair type style, Wayfair. Right. Um, yeah, that's a good one. And they have a lot of holiday deals. They do. I I mean, generally, like gooders are twenty five dollars or like up to thirty five dollars. Sometimes you can get bundles or like I don't know. And if you're part of like their flock there's probably a deal. So if you know somebody who's part of their flock, I would ask them if you're buying for someone else. Um, but those are my two like lower ish priced items. Um, what are, what stocking stuffers or uh, smaller gifts do you have in mind for your gifting season? Um, I'm thinking of things that I almost always run with. Oh. And two things that I basically have with me all the time are my spy belt which is like, it's almost like a mini fanny pack. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, spy belts are nice because they are really small. When nothing's in them, you like can't even tell that you have it on. Mm-hmm. Um, but it fits a ton of stuff like your phone, your running gels and shoes. A lot of them have little loops in the belt for you to stick your um, gels in or whatever you use. Yeah. Um, so I use that to carry my phone or like my ID and stuff when I'm running. Uh, and I have a really nice black one with like a gold zipper. So it feels kind of fancy. Ooh, I haven't seen that. Um, yeah, they're really nice. And I think it's an Austin-based company actually. Spy oh, Belt. cool. And they're Shop locally. quite reasonable. And the other thing is Motivate Wraps. Oh, that's such a good idea. I actually bought some, one of those for somebody this year already. Yeah. I for, I didn't mention it. Mm-hmm. They're great gifts for the runner in your life. Um, mm-hmm. They are basically little, they're little metal like circles or rectangles that have motivating, motivating. Yeah, that's right. That's a word. Yeah. What are you saying? Yeah, motivating that's a word. is a word. Correct, Nicole. Keep good drinking, job. Nicole. Um, they have motivating <laughs> sayings on them. Uh like I have one that says, just keep going. I have one that says, you can do this, love coffee. Um, (laughs) And they come on a bracelet that's a really soft fabric material that you can Mm -hmm. kind of loop around your wrist. So they're really comfortable and machine washable. Yes. Um, Or maybe you're supposed to hand wash them. I'm not sure, but you can wash them. You can wash them. Uh, I love those. I have a few of them and they make nice little gifts. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing, good stocking stuffer, is either gels, chews, or noon tabs. Yeah. The noon tabs, I think, go for like $8 a tube. Um, I have a bunch of them. Um, but yeah, so that's a great idea because any sort of fueling that you know, like your maybe your runner friends or like people in your running group that you want to buy for, like that's a great idea. Yeah. And for anyone that doesn't know a noon is um first of all you should go buy some for yourself because they're delicious but they're a little like electrolyte tablets that you put in water and they dissolve and they basically just make your water flavored and they have delicious flavors like strawberry lemonade and they have a ginger lemonade one they do a fruit punch one and Will really likes their lime one I do too I'm a huge fan that's the one I usually use because I'm bored (laughs) <laughs> I'm poor. I said boring, but I burped. <laughs> so it came out poor. <laughs> me, I'm poor. Me, I am poor. Okay, sorry. Guys, Continue. buy Anne-Marie some noon, please. <laughs> please. 
so she can be fueled and well nourished. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> um, that, that's a great idea. And then do you still use the um, pro bar chews? Because that's what I've been yes, using for fuel. my fave. Yeah. I mean, I haven't used them in a while because I haven't been doing long enough runs to warrant them. But I love those. Pro bar energy chews. They're like little gummies. Yeah. I use the um, strawberry flavored ones. Yeah. I love all their flavors. Their orange one, their blueberry one. I haven't tried the orange. I like them. Okay. I've been using those for years. I've been using those since You're, we ran the Syracuse half together. You were the reason I started using them. I'm so influential. You are. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah, those are – do you have any other items to add? I think those are my lower budget items. That's okay. my list. So my mid-priced items, um, I actually don't, I didn't like Google to see exactly what the prices on these are, but I would put them in like the $50 range, depending. Cool. Like, yeah, I'd say like under 80 is like a good, just in case I'm wrong. But um, I have been, and I asked my husband last year and he did buy me a pair of like North Face running gloves, but you know, if I'm going to school up here, that it gets really cold. And sometimes even if it's 20 degrees and there's a wind, the wind chill can be like zero. Um, so these running gloves that he bought me are just not warm enough. And I need something that's like a little warmer, maybe wind resistant. So I did some Googling recently and I found two different pairs. Um, one of them, which is like, if it's not super duper duper cold out, but it's like, you know, maybe 20s and snowing, a little bit of wind. There's like Seal Skins Ultra Grip Waterproof Gloves. Um, Never tried them, but they looked like I want to try them. And then there was another pair that um, looked a little ridiculous, but I would totally wear them if it was like windy out and like 10 degrees. Um, They're like Pearl Izumi. Is that how you say that brand? Pro Softshell Lobster Gloves. They literally like give you lobster hands, but they look yeah. warm AF, and I want them right now. So, mm. yeah. Toasty. So those are two gloves that are like probably around like the 40-ish dollar range, I'd say, maybe 50, depending. Um, and then there's another uh, item called a Fascia Blaster. And it's a stick, and it almost looks like it has these spikes coming out. And um, Emily, I had a, we're talking what? about running gear, not your bedtime toys. Oh my God, Nicole. <laughs> Stop telling all my dirty little secrets on the podcast. <laughs> That's what it sounded like from your description. And okay. the name is not great. Listen, listen, I didn't name it. I was getting a massage the other day and the massage. Is that what you call it, Anne-Marie? Yes, a massage. (laughs) Um, The massage therapist was like, you are tight (laughs) (laughs) on your right side. She's like, you are tight on your right side. She's like, like, you need to loosen this up. (laughs) And um, She's like, you need a fascia blaster. I'm like, oh, like a gun? Like one of those guns? That She's like, no, no, no. It's a stick with spikes on it. I'm like, oh, my God. That's what, she's like, it'll leave you sore and bruised. I'm like, sounds like a great time. Um, so I Googled it. But they're like between $50 to $80. And it looks like a really like 50 shades of gray type of pain. But I'd, I'd be totally willing to indulge. <laughs> 
<laughs> Alternatively, you could get yourself a foam roller. <laughs> right? And be a little more PC about it. Okay. <laughs> Let's just not how I roll. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> oh, that was wonderful. Yes, you're welcome. <laughs> oh my god, I have dogs barking at me now. That is that Dina. Uh, I think it's beef being a jerk. Beefy. Beefy. Um. So, do you have mid-priced <laughs> items that are not sexual in nature? Uh, <laughs> well, um, compression socks that we mentioned before. They. Oh yeah. Those are socks that are a little more expensive. They're usually like forty. $50 for some nice ones. Um, Pro Compression makes them. Features makes them. Uh, lots of brands make them. So those are always a good choice. Um, other things, I love a good visor or hat to run in. They make I need a lot of nice ones of those. Like head sweats, those are actually less expensive. I think those are like $25, $30, the yeah. head sweats hats. Um and what else? I mean, any sort of like running gear that's not like ridiculous, like leggings, leggings, zippies, tank tops, yeah, yeah, those type things. Also, um, so while I think race entries are going to be on our top tier, more expensive list, yeah, uh, we'll get to that in a second. But there are virtual races, which we've talked about on the podcast before which could be fun and you could always get like two entries and do it with the person that you're buying. That's a good idea. It's like a little bonding time. I like that idea. Yeah, there are lots of fun ones. And they're like less expensive. They're less expensive. Um, And usually you get a little metal and you just kind of run on your own terms. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. But I like the idea of doing that as like a bonding experience. Yeah. Um... So if we're getting into more expensive items. Let's um, get to the good stuff. The good stuff. Um, I have a pair of Aeropex Aftershocks or any pair of Aftershocks, but mm, I'm in love. I actually have like three one. different pairs and they run around $150, but they're super worth it. Um, not only there's some people, I guess I'm not an audiophile by any means. You know, I'm not somebody that sits there and listens to music all day long or I don't know, like critique space and stuff on things, but I can hear well enough and like the song I'm listening to and anything, but more importantly, you can hear your surroundings, which for safety reasons, that's really important when you're running. So I wouldn't wear them to the gym necessarily, just because you can still hear other people going, oh, oh," grunting and stuff. (laughs) But but like when you're outside running or if you're cycling, like they make for really good um, outdoor type solo headphones. Or if you're like going to say you and I were going to go for a run and I still want to be able to engage in conversation from time to time, I can hear what you're saying without having to turn my music off or take my earbuds out. So, yeah, I have yeah. the same headphones and I love them. And they're they sit like right over your ear. They're super comfortable, but they don't go in your ear. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something like bone conduction, bone conduction. Yes, fancy. But um, yeah, I love those too. They're great. Um, and then if I really wanted to like go above that, I have the Phoenix. 5s which the s is just because it's for smaller wrists because i have literal baby wrists but um i have the black one and i really like it um but if anyone wanted to buy me the white one with the 
like rose gold or per like whatever gold. For anyone who doesn't know what Amory's talking about, because (laughs) she's only good at explaining in detail what her sex toys are like, she's talking about a Garmin (laughs) running watch (laughs) with GPS. Sorry. (laughs) Thank you for clarifying. You always have my back. Uh, that watch is awesome. I do not, I have a lower tier Garmin, um, but I love it. I have the Garmin Forerunner 235, I believe. That's the one I had before I got this one. I also saw a lot of people liking, like, I think it was the Garmin Vivo Active Fit or something. Um, it has a really nice sleek look to it, but it, it's like more of a, I don't know what the exact difference is between that and this. Mine's like more centered on GPS and all that fun stuff. Yeah. Garmin has a lot of really cool running watches and they, I mean, mine, mine was expensive at the time. I think it's probably less expensive now because it's a few Mm -hmm. years old, but it has so many capabilities that I don't even utilize. I was just going to say that. Like I, if I sat down and learned how to like upload my different routes and like maps of things and like, it would probably, I'd get a lot more, (laughs) not that I I wear it every day, but I'd probably like get my money's worth out of it. Yeah. Where right now I'm just like, Oh, I get to log my workouts and like, look at this. And you know, it has like your events on it. And I mean, it's kind of, cool because um it keeps you like in the know like if you're maintaining your fitness level or if you're in like if your fitness level is productive or if you've had too much your load is too heavy and you need to like tone it down a bit for the week so there's a lot of different features that are like outright you can tell but there's a lot more like intricate intricate features that like would take a little bit of a learning curve to figure out yeah yeah there's a, yeah, Garmin is a great, I mean, any runner would, I think, love one of those watches. Mm-hmm. I, I bought this one off of a friend and I got a deal when it first came out. So, nice. um, yeah, which is why I ended up with black, but I don't hate it because I wear black every day because that's the color of my soul. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, yeah, Garmin's great. And like we were saying before, race entries, if you know the runner in your life, like always runs the same race every year or has been talking about running a race, but just hasn't like sucked it up and done it yet. Like just get them mm-hmm. an entry. Why not? Well, because a lot of the times, like even for half marathons, it can, it can be upwards of like 80 to a hundred dollars. Yeah. Or there's, there are a few in Austin that like they usually races have, they increase in price the closer it gets to the race. Mm-hmm. So if you don't sign up early, like if you sign up early, it can be reasonable, but the closer and closer you get to the race, the more expensive it is. Like there's one in Austin that I think it's like $135 now wow. to run a half marathon. That's wow. in February. So, um, yeah, they can get pricey, but that's a great gift. If you know someone likes to run, but is, um, just hasn't bitten the bullet to sign up for that race yet. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I get pretty good deals around here cause it's not as, it's not a biggest, a, as big of a city, but like every single year without fail, I sign up for like the mountain goat for $40 when they have the sale. And like, I have not been able to run it the last three years, oh, no. <laughs> but like if you can find a deal. Yeah. So if you're shopping around and you want to, you know, buy a race for your runner in your life, then the earlier, the better, like Nicole said, because you're yeah. probably going to get a better deal. And then, of course, there's always running shoes. Oh, and yes. Runners runners can be picky. They can have, um, 
like their size varies sometimes from their typical size and sometimes you need a stabilization shoe or mm. uh, a neutral shoe or you want cushioning or you don't want cushioning or you like a certain brand over another brand. So if you know that you're, if you're like real in tune with the runner in your life and you know that they only like Brooks and they're this size and they always like it, Get them, get them the pair that they have, maybe in a different color. If you don't know, get them a gift card to a running store. Yeah, that's a really good idea. Because um, every we all need. I mean, like it's what between four to five hundred miles, you should retire your running shoe or something like that. So yeah. we're always buying new running shoes, and without fail, I always it always happens at like the worst time of year. Yeah, when I'm poor from the holidays. <laughs> so yeah. Um, I try to wait till spring around here just because like running through the winter, it's like, I don't want to buy brand new shoes and like run through snow, but, um, yeah, it's expensive. Like they can be like 120 to like $180 depending on what brand it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a gift certificate's a nice idea to a running store. Yeah. Yes. Or a running vest. Cause Ooh, I want like I a want. hydration vest. Oh, that's a good idea. I was thinking of like a cold weather, like a, like one that you zip up. Oh, like a cozy toasty vest. Yes. Yeah. Those are like a staple for me during the winter. Those are good. Hydration vests are like little backpacks that you Mm -hmm. wear that have a little pouch of water and you like zip through a straw. And those can be pretty expensive. They can can be be between like, I'd say like upwards of $200 depending on the brand. Camelback makes uh, the one that I have. And I really you have the marathoner, right? It's a great question. No, you do, because I asked you before I bought my. <laughs> oh, then yes. Yes. <laughs> great memory. Yeah. Um, but Nathan also makes like, like mar- I feel like the marathoner, it's not bulky by any means. Like I, I like mine, I prefer it, but there's ones like Nathan makes like smaller like bladders are like, that's kind of more condensed. Um, but I haven't personally run with an Ethan, so I don't know how they feel to mm. run with. Um, trying to think of like other bigger price items. Um, an amazing dinner for after the big race that Ooh, they have. Yeah. And a giant bottle of their favorite wine. Oh my God. That is an amazing idea. I know. I'm <laughs> genius. You are. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, if they do have a race coming up, um, yeah, plan a dinner for after, like a really nice dinner. Um, or a massage. Or a massage, yes. Right. With a fascia blaster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> if you need a recommendation for a good, quote, unquote, masseuse. You can call Amory. Let me know. I'll hook you up. Work out all the kinks. <laughs> oh, goodness. So things we learned today. Anne-Marie likes her toys, and she drinks sexy wine from the top shelf. Yes. Yes, I do. That's what we learned today. <laughs> um, but I'd be interested to know what else is on everyone's... Christmas or Hanukkah. Yeah, or because our other need, list. I need things to add to my list. So I want to know what you want so that I can want it too. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh boy. man. Well, um, 
yeah, so this is going to go live a few weeks before Christmas. We'll, we probably won't be back until 2020. Oh my God, really? Oh I'm yeah. I'm thinking, I'm thinking probably. we'll be back sometime in January. That's crazy. Which is crazy. So I hope you guys have a very Merry Christmas, a very happy Hanukkah, wonderful Kwanzaa, or just a great end of December if you don't celebrate any of those. Yes. And a happy new year. And I hope you get everything on your wish list. And we'll be sharing what we got. We'll be sharing what we got for sure. For sure. And I'll be drinking lots of wine over the holidays. Oh my God, I'm going to gain like five pounds in wine weight. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, thanks for listening all year. I can't believe it. And we'll be back with season three in 2020. Oh my God. I can't wait. 2020 is going to be our year. It's going to be our year. (laughs) That's my resolution. Make 2020 my bitch. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. Thanks guys. I love you. Love you. Bye. Be sure to check out the show notes for everything we chatted about today. And for more from me, Nicole, check out fitfulfocus.com and from Anne-Marie at thefitfoodiemama.com. And for any questions, you can email us at runnerswhowine, that's wine like the beverage, at gmail.com.